Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizian Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. Vizian Pharmacy Vision Awards celebrate the values and achievements of our pharmacy members. Pharmacy team members at the University of Rochester Medical Center were winners of the 2022 Excellence in Integrated Transformational Practice. With me today are Dr. Travis Dick, Director of Clinical Pharmacy Practice, Research and Education, and Dave Webster, Director of Acute Care Operations, both at the University of Rochester Medical Center. I'm Gretchen Brummel, Pharmacy Executive Director with the Vizian Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence and your program host. We are recording on site at the 2022 ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting. Welcome both of you to the podcast and congratulations on this award. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, thank you. It's humbling to be recognized by an organization like Vizium with so many amazing healthcare systems and practitioners. Tell me, what are your roles at the University of Rochester Medical Center? My role is the Director of Clinical Pharmacy Practice Research and Education, as well as Program Director for our PGY-run residency programs. My scope of responsibilities is across the clinical enterprise. We have a lot of great people who deliver high quality care, and we're very proud of the things that we're doing at the University of Rochester. Travis and I work very closely together across a broad spectrum of clinical care, focused around the goals of maximizing the patient care experience for a very large medical center. And my focus is on the operations side of things, overseeing different pharmacy operations throughout the medical center and ensuring efficient workflows, safety, patient safety standards are very high. Travis and I work very closely together from the clinical and operational side in this journey. I appreciate those robust backgrounds, and it sounds like there's a lot of collaboration on your team. So thanks for those perspectives. You're here representing your organization. Who else from your team was integral to your organization's success? It'd be impossible to recognize everybody in the organization. It's truly a team effort, and it starts with the people at the bedside all the way up through senior leadership at the organization. We've got to thank our senior leadership for the opportunity to be able to deliver high-quality care, to practice at the top of our competence, to put patients at the center of what we do, and try and optimize their outcomes across the medication use process. There's tremendous leadership within the organization at the senior leadership level outside of pharmacy. Our chief pharmacy officer deserves an awful lot of credit, but the people that are doing the real work at the front lines deserve all the real credit because they're the ones delivering care across the continuum. I totally agree with Travis. It would take several hours to thank everyone involved in an award like this. We have so many talented individuals that make up the teams that bring all of these strategies and all these visions to life. It's not just encouraging to see all that, but it's really incredibly humbling to be part of a team that's so innovative and always looking for new ways to enhance patient care experiences. Fantastic. Your team was chosen for this award for your supply chain successes and ability to work well across multiple domains. Tell me about your recent wins. There's quite a few wins within the organization and supply chain is one of them, but there's also many across the organization with regard to safety, technology innovation, practice innovation, optimizing revenue across the organization. And that's just to list a few. I'm certain we're missing very many. We've been able to optimize the value in our organization by demonstrating value in many different directions. We've been able to save hard dollars by implementation of many processes across the supply chain. We've also been able to improve the outcome for patients, which translates to dollars within the system as well. They're just a lot harder to capture and put into dollar form and have targeted numbers around those. 
We've been able to improve staffing and competencies across the organization in numerous ways. We've got a tremendous group of individuals within the organization that have innovated things around our biosimilar programs with our electronic medical record directing providers towards an optimal biosimilar. We've been able to align that with policies and procedures within the organization that have been approved by our therapeutics committee, which is our version of the PNT committee. We've coordinated care across the continuum that's inpatient to outpatient, our specialty pharmacies by having a cohesive network that's patient-centered. There's other things around our consolidated services center, perpetual inventory, diversion, technology and robotics, which is Dave's expertise. It all stems from an overarching goal of making sure pharmacy is present in every environment where patients are being taken care of, whether that's in the hospital, which is the traditional inpatient acute care experience, but also in ambulatory surgical centers, in the home where patients are. Our vision is to really be engaged as a department and as a profession in all of these different patient care arenas. And that gives us the opportunity to have these successes and wins that Travis described. He also mentioned consolidated services, something that has been a concept we have been focused on for many years because there are ways where you can enhance your ability to provide high levels of care, but in a very efficient manner. For instance, one of our main supply chain goals many years ago was to consolidate the distribution of medications across a very large clinic environment. So we have hundreds of clinics that are part of the medical center that have medication needs to take care of patients. There's an opportunity to reduce costs by centralizing that distribution of medications and having an oversight of that. So that's just one of many, many examples where we've really had a lot of successes in reducing costs as well as improving efficiencies across the system. It's really wonderful to hear about your focus on having the pharmacist involved in all levels of patient care. And it sounds like you've got a lot of really great work going on in multiple areas. This award is definitely well-deserved. What advice do you have for other pharmacists or other pharmacy departments looking to try to duplicate some of your efforts? Just trying something, keeping your needs in mind, knowing where you'd like to be, having a vision and a destination that you'd like to be at, and then incrementally trying to chip away at it now. It's hard to boil the oceans. You can't do that, but you can do it one cup at a time. And so trying to make incremental improvements to the outcome that you're trying to achieve. One of the great things about the University of Rochester is we're really patient-centered. And if we keep the patient at the center of everything that we do, we're ultimately going to be very successful within the organization. And that'd be one piece of advice. That's been a theme today, keeping the patient at the center of everything we do. We've heard that a lot. I appreciate you bringing that up. I agree. Try something, right? And we often have these situations where we're trying to take on a very huge project and it can be very challenging and overwhelming to figure out where to start, how to really get things moving. Always encourage to take some steps. If we can't figure out the whole process right now, we have a good vision about how we're going to enhance patient care. Sometimes just starting with a small project, starting with a small group and looking towards expansion, that's where innovation starts in many ways. It's taking on a new perspective, a new process, taking some risks. We have been invested, for instance, in IV room technology for many, many decades, including fully autonomous IV robots. And there aren't too many institutions in this space yet. And we recognize that it's going to take institutions like ours to really build that technology and experience it to the point where it can become part of a standard practice recommendation across the country. Another idea that popped into my head around advice for others is it's a difficult time 
time right now in healthcare with all the struggles, our staffing struggles, our workforce struggles, financial struggles with different types of cuts to reimbursement and all these things going on. So it's created this really challenging environment. But some of these things that we've been able to accomplish and realize these high cost savings involves investment in resources. And you really have to take that approach that you can't under-resource some of these areas and be successful. It does take a lot of buy-in from hospital leadership. We have a huge support from that group in launching many of these projects, investing in FTEs and people and solid analysts, pharmacists, pharmacy technicians to really make these programs work. But under-resourcing some of these can really have a real negative effect on your ability to realize the types of cost savings and patient care enhancements you're really after. How have you been leveraging technology? We've really been encouraged in many ways to innovate by leveraging technologies in ways that we can improve efficiencies, but even more importantly, improve patient safety. And most of our technology visions are really centered around that. What we've also realized is if we improve the patient safety side of things with dispensing robotics or repackaging machines or even IV compounding systems, we can also improve efficiencies and help support our staff more. One of the things that we've also seen is in this very challenging time of recruiting good workers, recruiting, training, and retaining really solid staff, the technology can go a long way in attracting those individuals. Being able to work with technology that improves patient safety, that reduces errors, that sets everybody up for success has been one of our visions. One of the ways that we've been able to advance our practice, free up resources to do more value added functions in the pharmacy or in the patient care areas, as well as improve that patient safety profile. So really improving efficiencies too then. Absolutely. It's both safety and efficiency when you can properly leverage technology. And how are you approaching your practice model? Our practice model continues to evolve, and we've grown an awful lot in the last five years on the clinical enterprise, both in the acute care setting and in the ambulatory setting. In the acute care side, we're pretty proud of the practice advancement initiative that we're piloting within our hospital medicine teams, internal medicine. And it's not really even a pilot now. It's actually evolved into something that we're going to try and sustain and model in many other areas. This is pharmacists taking accountability for the medication-related outcomes across the continuum, which includes getting the best possible medication list on admission, making sure that we're optimizing medication therapy during their acute care stay, contributing to education and stewardship and all the things that we do in the acute care setting, and then getting medications right on discharge with some sort of transition into the community. We use a standardized approach on note writing. And we have select transitions into our ambulatory space where we've embedded pharmacists and we're using comprehensive medication management or CMM in the ambulatory setting. And we're implementing collaborative drug therapy management as a tool to achieve our CMM objectives and initiatives. And again, it's all a patient-centered approach across the continuum of care to improve outcomes. One of the things that helped us be successful was aligning these initiatives with hospital initiatives for decreasing length of stay, hospital readmissions around 30-day readmissions, and we've been able to show an impact by a pharmacist being integrated into the interprofessional team. So we're very proud of that. The other thing that's really pushing the envelope and we're really proud of is clinical pharmacy metrics. We do not want the electronic medical record to be driving our workflows. We want the electronic medical record to augment our own workflows. We do the work and we should adapt that system to us. And so our EPIC team has been phenomenal on site at building workflows so that we can capture metrics and then visualize those in data visualization software that's readily available to the frontline pharmacist that's actually delivering the work. We're really proud of that. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of positive changes. Tell me a little bit about how those have been received by your frontline staff and how that has impacted recruiting, if at all. 
I think it's like anything that's changed. There's early adopters, and then there's those that really come along after they see the benefits for some period of time. We're really proud of the work that our frontline pharmacists are doing. I think it is kind of a nice scorecard to say, I've done all these things, and before we knew we did it, but we never had any numbers or outcomes or visualization to see how well we were doing. And as the old saying goes, if you're not keeping score, how do you know if you're winning the game? So it's kind of nice to be able to have a scorecard for everyone to say, all right, well, I've made an impact in this area, or maybe this needs some more. We can tweak this workflow so that we can get a little different data. So by having workflows within the electronic medical record, we can create mile markers that help drive the data analytics on the back end. Dave and Travis, thank you both so much for joining us today to share your perspectives and expertise. We're really glad you could be here with us. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And listeners, please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Gretchen Brummel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.